Petzl headlamps. Not a headlamp. They're a torch, Don. You know, if you put a lamp on your head and you ran around, people would start to talk. But if you have a torch, they're just going to run behind you. (laughs) That's right, because you'll lead the way. way. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Petzl does. They lead the way in head torches. Reactive lighting, rechargeable, the whole thing. And the strap that, that goes on the head, so easy to adjust. There were times... Even Don can do it. There were times, Scott, I'm going to have to turn my man card in and say, Scott, could you please tighten this up for me? Because <laughs> I, I just don't have that skill set. But the, but the new type that Petzl has, yeah. super easy and effective. You know, I, I uh, typically go to the, the Tika RXP because it's a lighter one. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's not as heavy as the now. But I pulled out the now the other day. That sure is a nice head torch. It's not that heavy, Scott. It's <laughs> not, and it's... St- freaking bright it's bright and it's it's battery lasts a little bit longer than that tika rxp if you've ever run at night or and you've run through the day and into the night you know how much work it is to try to concentrate and when you have enough light on the trail it's a lot easier i was having a conversation with uh, a fellow friend of mine he's not a fellow friend he's just a friend <laughs> what is let me let me google fellow friend what is a fellow but, friend but he, he he uh was in the market for a headlamp and he uh, a lamp he, for his head Scott? i think he went to rei and he saw some real expensive ones and he said you know what i'm just gonna get this 25 dollar headlamp big mistake and then i showed him what a petzl now is and and he said really is it worth that much more and i go Every single penny. You're going to spend more money on batteries for that stinking <laughs> little headlamp. You're right. Over the course of the life of that headlamp, why not invest in a Petzl now or a Petzl Tika RXP? It's going to pay. The ROI on it is crazy. Uh, some business talk. You know, you spend money on shoes. You spend money on a lot of things. In fact, you spend a lot of money just driving up to the trailhead. Make sure you put yourself in the right gear. And uh, you know what it costs for a fractured wrist or a twisted ankle or a busted tooth? A lot. That's what happens when you can't see what you're doing. Yep. And it scares off the bears. Go to <laughs> Petzl.com. Ultra Running Magazine, probably my favorite printed journal. It, it is awesome, and I, I smile every time I go to the mailbox and pull it out because it is, I, I can, it is probably the only magazine that I subscribe to that I read it cover to cover. It's that good. I don't know what kind of power that Carl and Erica have over there with the ultra-running community, but they have the coolest and best contributing authors anywhere. It's because they're members and leaders of the ultra-running mafia. <laughs> There's a mafia? They, yeah, they, they <laughs> threaten and they extort to get the very best writers to write for their magazine. Well, and I it's always improving. There's all, there's all sorts of new writers that are coming on board. And Trayson is on monthly now where you can ask her questions. Ask Ann, yeah. Uh, you know, Corey Reese, we've talked about him, and, and, and he, I'll tell you what, he's a fun guy to read. So 2016, get yourself a year subscription for only twenty nine ninety five. Go to our partners page. There's a link there. You can link over, and you will get your discount, and you can begin a life of better performance. Go to the partners page, link over, and bam, you're there. Ladies and gentlemen, 
of the wide, worldwide ultra-running community, you are listening to nothing less than the greatest trail running nation podcast on earth. It is the Trail Runner Nation podcast. This might be one of the most interesting podcasts ever. Oh, that's what you're doing. There's a bunch of like old brothel hookers like buried out here. No, I've, uh, I've listened to your podcast for many years and uh, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do. I do own my own bar. Uh, <laughs> every Friday morning on uh, I Run Far, we open up and uh, open up the taps. You, you record this, aren't you, Freeman? Get everything. Benvenuti a tutti. Siamo a, nello studio G, uh, Trail Runner Nation, and sono Erika. Con me c'è Warren, Scott. And Don. Fantastic. I'm Isn't that gonna, awesome? I'm going to have to get my Google app out if I knew how to spell any you know, of those words. We're going to have to put that on the, the, the intro loop. Ah, I like it, Scott. It, it helps us realize that we're an international podcast. Well, if, if that's what it takes to get us international, then uh, let's do it. If you don't speak Italian, um, you have just joined Trail Runner Nation. And that was Erica Pohl, who is the lovely wife of Warren Pohl. And we are sitting in Studio G here today live with them they are on the u.s tour for 33 shake and uh we're lucky enough to have them join us in studio g live welcome warren pole welcome erica pole thank you and <laughs> and i want i want you to welcome me <laughs> scott it has been a while it's been a while I, and and i almost i got feel lost like on a run i i think before we really take on any of this topic about the wonderful tour that 33 shake is is doing the 90-day express through the United States in a minivan, and there is a lot to talk about, believe me. Where have you been, Scott War? I really don't know. Well, uh, the last time we were podcasting, you were announcing a race and couldn't get over, and I selfishly shuttled myself in front <laughs> of the podcast and left you to work alone. That was a good podcast. Yeah, that was that was on me that I left you there, and I apologize for that, but uh, I'll take the hit on that That's one. okay. I, I, I enjoyed listening to that podcast. It is nice to have you back, I tell you. Well, thanks. So, here we are sitting at the table in front live with Warren Pohl and Erica Pohl. And if you haven't um, listened to any of our information about this U.S. tour, they have come to the United States on a 90-day visa. Did you check the visa, Scott? Because as citizens, I believe we are allowed at any time a foreigner is around (laughs) to ask for uh, uh, verification of their their (laughs) presence in the United States. I don't, I don't think we have. No, we, 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 uh, we, we have the maximum permissible visa that's allowed for, uh, for people from Britain <laughs> who are allowed out of the country. How did you explain your visit to the, the, the visa magistrates? Magistrate. Well, well, we're, we're, we're taking 33 shake on a tour of the United States. That doesn't sound too... We need 90 days. The good thing about it is there is uh, a visa waiver program, which is as interesting as it sounds, but what it does mean is if you're a citizen of one of the countries, then you just go online, fill out a form, tell whoever needs to know in America that you're coming via this form. They then make sure you're not a serial killer because there are too many here already, so right, they're yeah. not going to let any more in. We have our allotment. Exactly, yeah. exactly. The, the union would be up in arms. So they check that we're, we're okay, and then they give you the thumbs up, mm-hmm. and that's it. 90 days. Um, and uh, we have booked our trip... Well, we, obviously, we booked our trip. We're here. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we left on April the 1st, which we're well aware is April Fool's Day, which is, which is the perfect time to kick off an event like this. Um, you know, we have this long. The Beatles had a week. I'm sure we can make a dent. Um, and we're here for 87 days, actually, which leaves two or three days clear in case the plane's delayed. Because if the plane's delayed or something and then they want what to deport us... What happens if you go to 91? Yeah. Wow. I, I think... Let's just say, as a foreign traveler, America is not a country you ever want to be asked to leave because then you have to fill out that bit of the form when you come back in. You know when they come around on the airplane and they give the forms out and you go, ha, we're American, don't give them to us. They give them to us and it's like, have you ever been denied entry? Oh. You tick yes. Yes. You're never coming back again easily. It's right. the kind of thing that they can't, even if it was a clerical error, they can't take it off the record and you will always have to go through an extra special checking lane. And, so... No. Hmm. This is a question I had. I, I recently, uh, probably three weeks ago, had to go to Canada hmm. for, for business. And we were driving across the border. They gave us the third degree. Usually it's you stop at the border, they ask you what you're doing, and you're on your way. We actually had to go park the vehicle, go in. They asked us if we had an invitation from someone in Canada to come visit, which we did not. Mm -hmm. And we had to prove that we were doing something in Canada. This was like 11 o'clock at night. Well, it was what a very kind of, big, big what, pain. what kind of mischief were you getting into up there, Scott? You didn't I, have an invitation. It was for business. It's 11 o'clock at night. I mean, this is sounding like a late night gone wrong to me. <laughs> it could have <laughs> been. But it sounds like you came in with, with, without issue. With, without issue, no. It was, uh, it was very pleasant and relaxed. And uh, we landed in Seattle. And that was on the 1st of April. And we've come a really direct route to get to you guys here tonight in uh, in in Roseville, um, are we still in Roseville or are we in Rockland? We're in Rockland. Ac across the street is Roseville. Okay. We, we we literally at Studio G straddle uh, many different boundaries. Rockland, Roseville, uh, but we're in the right right, right part. So mm -hmm. to to get here, we took the direct route from Seattle uh, via Portland, Bend, Missoula, Bozeman, uh, Butte, Pocatello in Idaho, through a little bit of Nevada. Um, you know, the straight line route. <laughs> I, I, I think we need to give them a different map. <laughs> or, or at least have them open the map. <laughs> What's a map? <laughs> exactly. So I, am, I'm, I think this is just a, just a fascinating story. You decide to come do this tour, and I just love the way that you're doing it. You land in Seattle, and you go buy a used minivan. And you're going you're gonna to own the minivan for 90 days, and you're going to sell it when you get to the other coast. I think that's hilarious. Well, it, it's the only way because um, without getting too in-depth, if we're putting all the money into the products, which we do, then there isn't money for the private jet. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that was out. The chauffeur. The chauffeur is out. Uh, the limo was out. Um, spend the money on what matters. What matters is what's in the product. So we don't fly out business class. We don't do anything like that. You know, we were, we were in some economy seats. We got the cheapest flights we could. And we bought a Dodge Grand Caravan, the, the king. What, what, what year is it? 2008. Oh. Erica, tell me about this <laughs> minivan. I mean, are, are you riding in, in complete luxury? Are you driving it? Of course, what? with T the smell us. of dog. <laughs> <laughs> smell of dog? Why yeah. is there a smell of dog? Is that Warren or the van no, itself? No, it was the van itself. Uh, <laughs> was it used for it was pet grooming? Was a pet uh, grooming van? Probably, I tell you what. <laughs> My God, we spend three days of trying to get rid of that smell. We use the can of shampoo for <laughs> take away the smell of skunk. 
<laughs> and uh, really, we, yeah, it laughed. Rushing. Okay, okay time, time out. Who was in charge of purchasing this van? Did you not sit in it and realize there was an odor? <laughs> good question. <laughs> oh, right now I'm I'm assuming it's Warren because the way she says good question. And no, she no, looked no, at him with that look. It wasn't Warren. We have we have a we have a third partner in the business. <laughs> He's the guy behind all of the formulas and everything we do. He's the guy who helped us create it. You know, it's a it's a th- it's the three of us involved in the business right. completely. Dan, Dan, Dan is his name, he, correct? Dan is the guy. And Dan lives in Washington State, he's not far from Seattle, so he could pick up the van. Okay, that's a great plan, by the way. Does he? It, it was. Did, yeah. did did Dan have a cold and could not smell? <laughs> I think that day his his sense of smell was impaired. Now to give him his due, great great price. Yeah, great yeah. price. Um, touch wood. I don't want to like. Is this, yeah, no, behind you, behind you is wood. Good. Touch wood. Um, don't want to curse anything touch here. Wood. But see, I just learned something. Another another Britishism. <laughs> touch, wood. touch wood. We say knock on wood. Ah, what do you say okay. in in Italy? Tuccaferro. Tuccaferro. And what does that so translate it means to? Touch. Um, steel. Steel. Mm. Steel. Mm. Yeah, I know. Oh, interesting. Well, they're very serious. <laughs> we got something strong. Yeah, stronger <laughs> than wood. Yeah. I interrupted Solid. your flow. Of no, the story. no. I, I was just saying the um, mechanically looks looks great. Yeah. Uh, cosmetically looks great. Um, the perfect vehicle that we needed. It's domestic. Uh, we can find parts, hopefully, if we're in the middle of nowhere. They're really common. Good fuel economy. Seats stow out the way. We've got space in the back. Amazing. One thing. He must have had a cold. I think, <laughs> I think you've hit it because whoo, the smell was eye-watering when we got it. There's a picture of it, Scott. And here's what I like about it. He has stickers on it. 33 shake. The 33 nice. looks, it's on the side of the door. It almost looks like it could go to a NASCAR race. I mean, <laughs> it's looking good. Hey, let's talk about, uh, if we're going to get right to it, um, number one, what is 33 shake? And number two, Erica, I would like you to talk about the logo because mm-hmm. the logo is very eye-catching and I understand you may have something to do with it. Um, what is 33 shake for those that don't know? And then let's learn about your logo. Well, that, that's a good point because for those who don't know, they might be wondering why they've tuned into Trail Runner Nation for some <laughs> fix of trail running goodness. And we're talking about this company, which for all they know, might make fridges, which, which makes no sense at <laughs> or, all. Or, or those little hula dancers that go on your dashboard. Have we're, you seen those? Yeah, we're looking to you branch prob- out. You should probably give those away. That's a great... Yeah. Looking, looking to branch out into chach- that. In, in a nice... Cha- we call that in, in America, tchotchke. We'd call it a. Um, it, I, I <laughs> do like we, the. Ita- do we, Scott? <laughs> I do. Okay. Chachi. I like the. I like the Italian description for that. So, Erica, if you could give me the uh, the Italian. Yeah, description. the Italian name is Chapa Polvere. <laughs> Which means. You know trend- what? I like it. Italians have such a better language than English. <laughs> I know, and I'm going to start is working so on good. it. But you know what Chapa Polvere means? No. It, Dust it, catcher. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you know what? It sounds way better. <laughs> even though it, even though it is a dust catcher, it sounds like it's something that I need. I need one. I need two or three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dust catchers. Dust catchers. So no, thirty-three shake is not chapa povere. It's it's not chachkis. It's not hula dancers. It's not fridges. It's awesome natural endurance nutrition for athletes going long. Born out of the fact that uh, myself, Erica, had had bad experiences with regular nutrition, banging our head against the wall. And when we started looking at it through talking to other athletes, people, a whole food, natural diet is the foundation of performance. Why are we eating junk food on race day? So 33 Shake is us going, let's produce real wholesome food 
that's as easy to use as sports nutrition, but tastier, and we would say performs way better. So that sounds logical. It sounds so simple and so logical. Why hasn't anyone done this before? Why is all this stuff out there crap? Scott, I always like your questions. I mean, you get right down to it. I mean, you really do. Well, thank I, you. I realize that since you haven't been here, and, and, I, and I'm left alone trying to come up with a decent question. That was really good. Well, I, I've been thinking about it for months. <laughs> the short answer is that it's highly profitable to make what they're making. And the companies that are making it, if you think of the food industry as a whole, the packaged food industry as a whole does not have consumers' best interests at heart. Correct. And the sports nutrition industry is a trickle-down sort of little love child of the food industry that kind of gets left to its own devices. Um, and it's a bit like the Wild West in there. You know, When you can make a product, say a gel, that has one cent's worth of ingredients in it and you can sell that for $2.50, what is your incentive to make that product better? You know, There is no incentive. Therefore, if we, Erica, myself, Dan, if we had a background in the sports nutrition industry, we wouldn't be able to make 33 Shake. Because we looked at it and we would have no problem with any of those products if they worked, if athletes did not suffer stomach trouble, irregular energy levels, uh, increased levels of illness when training. Um, if those things didn't happen, that's before we get into the fact, you know, particularly long distance triathletes and, and some ultra runners are suffering teeth problems because they're pouring down so much mm -hmm. sugar. The acidity problems, you know, taking Alka-Seltzer or Tums is not a part of ultra running, nor <laughs> is throwing up. Yeah, but it's at every aid station, isn't it? But you, it's supposed yeah. to. Right, and yeah. There's the cause and effect. It's like having the defibrillator in, in the cigarette shop or, or whatever it is. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> it's like, well, we do need this. Yeah, but maybe if we don't have the cigarettes in the first place, we don't need the defibrillator. So coming back to it, we looked at it and go, how can we make something? that's tasty, that works, that doesn't give you any of these problems, that's genuinely healthy on its own, and it supports nutrition. Now, you mentioned earlier, we were on a run today, and you mentioned uh, that there was a one-cent production cost on a goo or gel or some uh, foil-wrapped... Um, the average gel. Yeah, yeah. No. Liquid gooiness. And they sell for two fifty. some of them, right? Andy. And you told me if you use that same markup, that same model... What would one of these containers, the satchels, the uh, packets <laughs> of your product cost so, in comparison? Yeah, our cheer energy gel, if we use that same markup of you know, one cent of ingredients making a $2.50 product, the amount we're spending on the ingredients, if we marked it up the same amount, they'd be over $100 a piece <laughs> for an energy gel. <laughs> That's that. That's that's a quite. So now you know why they bought a used van. <laughs> now you know why we have a used van. But now you also know why, if you are running that traditional model at that scale, um, it's you have it's impossible. You can't make any kind of nutrition for. You know, no one ever got a good meal for for a cent, really. But you you can that leaves a lot of margin mm -hmm. to run a big company, but also to put out very very powerful marketing. Whether that is through scientific studies that are funded or whether it is through advertising or whatever and again if it worked then we wouldn't exist as a company but a lot of people feel it doesn't and the signs are very obvious because racers and runners suffer a lot of stomach trouble and illness and unnecessary issue so we we've been pretty excited for this the announcement when was the announcement that you guys came to the u.s Six months ago, uh, maybe? It, yeah, it, it was about that. Because you tried but the original when we came over that's a couple right. of years ago. That's mm -hmm. right. 
we've known you for probably three or four years now, and we knew about three years ago that you started this thing, and you started it in 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 Europe, and and have been going. And we going, when when are you going to figure out how to get this to the United States? And you finally got it to the United States. How has I mean, you have like a three or four year or three year head start with this product in in the UK. How has it been received in it's the been, UK? Right. What did I say? No, you, no, I'm just with you. I'm just repeating. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. contributing to the I conversation. I, I just was jumping in to said UK. Yeah. Okay. All right. In in the UK <laughs> and and in Europe. Yes. I, I I think people have probably heard enough of me banging on for now. So I think I will hand over to Erica to tell us about that. How how has the success been? Do people try it and love it and continue to buy it or? Yeah. What are your experiences? I have to say it, it was very exciting the first day we put on because uh, we said oh maybe we do a research marketing before you know so we just put the you know the possibility to buy it but then uh, we uh, will put uh, okay actually it's out of stock or something like that and we do a research for three or four days and uh -huh. see actually if there is this is on the first day that we set the website live the first okay. day we were going to actually be yeah in the first business. day we'll, we'll just take emails and, and see it, if people yeah it came out an article actually about it and uh, but there was just a little line where it was written uh, 33 shake warren was speaking about the utmb how he was at his race uh, how he achieved and there was just a little line i was saying about uh, his fuel what he is was fu uh, fuel with and uh, which was his sport nutrition that was of course a 33 shake products um so basically and i said to warren warren why don't we instead of just putting the possibility to buy we just make it really people they really can buy it and and we did it because we said why not uh, oh my god we had <laughs> because every time that someone was buying uh, on your phone is uh, pop up, you know, the, the <laughs> sound. And we had a kind of a slot machine. Beam, 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 beam. It's like, oh my God, now we had to create all of this now. <laughs> so we had to find the solution, uh, call uh, my mother, Warren's mother, my sister, everyone that were actually helping to create this because everything is handmade. Uh -huh. and uh, to make it calibrate everything uh, good. Of course, now it's not anymore the situation. <laughs> it was just the, the, first, uh, the first lot. But we noticed how many people, they really find uh, useful something, an alternative. Did, did you so, actually yeah. have the recipe or, or did you just kind of create this and say, no. oh, we've got we've to make up a recipe <laughs> now, Warren? No, Dan, <laughs> Danny did an amazing job. Oh, Danny good. is the guy that uh, is behind uh, all our recipe. I just twist it for flavor and say, oh, can we put a little bit more vanilla? <laughs> you know, something like that. So just for the flavor, very useless. But he, he did a great job. Everything was uh, ready and uh, it, was, uh, it was ready, yeah, ready to go. So, so the first day you got an overwhelming response, which yeah. tells me these athletes want something that's good yeah. for them. Yeah. So fast forward a year, six months down the road, have you heard any feedback from the users of this and how it's changed their training or? Uh, I have to say it's, it's pretty <clears throat> embarrassing <laughs> because every, every single feedback we had is amazing. And it is so bad in a way because we wanted to receive also the bad one, <laughs> otherwise it looks like it, you know. We, we couldn't make up better reviews and feedback if we got them there there were times there was an early on thing about a year in when we thought we'd 
do some marketing and we'd heard of it, you know, we thought well, we could email people who haven't bought a product again and see what it was they didn't like. And we were getting answers back like, oh, I moved to Australia. I can't believe you don't sell it here. Mm. Or I've stopped running for a year. There wasn't anyone coming back who said, I really hated it and it was a waste of money. Mm. And we've had a 30-day, 100% money-back guarantee in place from day one in 2012 across the UK and Europe. It's here in America. No one's actually taken us up on it yet. And wow. there's, no, there's no loopholes to get through. You return any unused product, even if that's like one unit out of 30, on receipt, we give you everything back. The end. Wow. No one's done it. And it seems that people feel a difference. I mean, it doesn't matter that we spend more on the ingredients, but... That has to work. Mm -hmm. Expensive doesn't necessarily equate to good. You know, we might just be burning money if we were mm -hmm. using the wrong ingredients. But because we're able to do that, it's it's really an unfair advantage. And people are, they feel a difference. Therefore, they choose to buy the product rather than, oh, this one's on special that week. I'll, I'll buy that one. May I ask, why 33? Why not 32 or 34? Was it your 33 att third attempt or what is the 33 about? There's, there's a lot of 33s. It, it was the 33rd of January when we first <laughs> started doing it. There was a three is a lucky number in Chinese. There are three of us involved. We were listening to De La Soul's seminal, three is the magic number. Um, but more than that, the original product is a shake blend with 33 ingredients in it. Mm. Knowing nothing about business, we named our company after our first product, which doesn't even exist in America yet. It will do in about six months' time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what we named the company after, and uh, particularly when Erica had done the logo, because uh, uh, really, I, I'm, I have a background in words, I can spell, I know where apostrophes go. <laughs> Erica has a background in visuals, and uh, she's the art department for us. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I want to get into that. We didn't never really got into how the logo came, but I, I do want to, while we're on the subject, Let's talk about the ingredients. Can you share without any, you know, divulging any proprietary secrets? What makes thirty? What makes the ingredients? You say they're better ingredients. What's in it? So why, why would I want to buy it? Okay, uh, the chia energy gel that we have over here, funnily enough, is made out of chia seeds, uh, or coconut palm sugar, Madagascan vanilla, and Himalayan pink salt. And it's not a trade secret because they're ingredients. They ha they have to be on the back of the label. Uh, but the key, the biggest thing at the heart of it, I mean, I think I mentioned before when we talked about this, there is that little known cult book, Born to Run. <laughs> I've heard of it. Uh, I, one or two people have seen it, and they mentioned the chia seed, uh -huh. and it's a phenomenally powerful whole food source for athletes in terms of what it delivers uh, across a broad spectrum of nutrients. But if you want chia seeds, you've got to keep them whole. Most of chia's beneficial nutrients are held in the oils in the shell. As soon as you grind it and powder it, you've killed it which is why in our gel, we keep those chia seeds whole. You hydrate it yourself by adding the water, and then that takes 10 minutes for it to naturally form a gel. Uh, it will then last for 24 hours. So you could carry them dry if you're doing a long event, fill them as you go. That means you're carrying less weight, or you can prepare them in advance, use them like any other gel. Which, which I think is something that's very unique to any of the products out there that I'm aware of, is it comes in its satchel dry, and you have to add water to it. And then uh, the way that I understood the, the logo or the way that I envisioned the logo is you had to shake it 33 times. There is that as well. While <laughs> hopping on your, on your left foot, 33 times. Well, uh, Scott, if it has to set for 10 minutes, it's pretty straightforward. You're going to get at least 33 steps 
in ten minutes. Oh, so you do the the natural. You just um, put it. You just put it vertical movement yeah. of of the yeah. running to make it shake. It's all in design. Okay. I mean, even the most severe bonk can be can move thirty three steps in ten minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. E- even if you had to lie on the trail and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tested that? Lying on the trail and rolling? Yes. I think I did it at UTMB twice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I, have, I have a lot of questions, but I want to get back to the logo. So how many iterations, versions of the logo did you come up with before you came up with the... Not so many. In reality, <laughs> i tell you why. Because it was pretty easy for me thinking about, okay, we are doing a clean, natural sport nutrition. So it's like something you deserve it. You spend so many hours to do your training. You spend so much time to, you know, keep uh, your diet clean. And then when a sport nutrition, traditional one, they give you sugar, not even a good quality. Mm-hmm. You're coming from a lab. So I thought about, well, we need a badge, <laughs> you know, to say, yes, <laughs> I deserve, uh-huh. you know, a badge. I deserve it because I'm doing effort you know and doing so so it's a kind of a reward and also in a way because the taste being natural food is all food so when you eat it it's not like uh, the gel the traditional gel they actually they have this chemical aftertaste is natural is all food and you can have a as as a pudding <laughs> basically <laughs> so it tastes quite uh, quite good it, it tastes like a proper food have you found yourself just getting a bowl of it and uh sitting down kicking your feet up and enjoying it in large quantities because it <laughs> does taste it does taste that good i'm telling you it it, it happens that the thing that i've done with it and i love the fact that we get feedback from customers now that i'm so not the only person who does this is you finish an event you've still got one or two in your pack i'll eat them on the way home you know driving back home eat them up then we've got guys doing multi-day stage races uh you know out in the jungle or marathon to Saab, and they'll eat them when they come in at the end of the day so they'll have a couple out during the day but maybe they've got one left so they'll have that when they're back and i don't know of any runner i've ever seen who finishes their event and goes oh I'll tell you what i would really kill for a gel right now <laughs> it's usually happen. the last thing you want it, it right is. yeah yeah. I, so I, it's more than a gel. It's more than a nutrition uh, product. It's it's a treat. It's a, it's a, it's a, a moment of celebration, right? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little bit interested in maybe some stories that you've already experienced coming uh, through with a minivan with stickers of 33 Shake on the side, and uh, what things have you seen? Where have you been? What type of trail experience? And perhaps you can share a, that one story you told me about the gentleman that told you that uh, where you were from. Well, we, we, could, we could kick off with that. That, that was a beautiful <laughs> moment at the, at the Shoshone Falls, which was a very exciting place for us to stop in Idaho um, because not only did we learn it is 50 feet higher than Niagara Falls, um, that was also the site of Evil Knievel's Snake River Canyon Jump is a mm. 10, maybe a 20-minute walk from the, the falls. And as a big fan of Evil Knievel as a kid, I was really happy. Who wasn't? To oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Who did, did you have the wind-up? Uh, of course. Uh, yeah. Hello. Wind-up what? The little motorcycle thing. You had a little... And, you, put and the you, you put the motorcycle on the guy stand. in there and you wind it up and then you hit the button oh, and it goes yeah. take it off. Evil Knievel it. flies down the stairs, out the bathroom window. You had one. I'm sure did, you did. Did you guys do this? Did you put 
deck of cards in your spokes as you rode as fast as you can, then build a ramp with some blocks and a piece of plywood, and then convince the younger kids in the neighborhood to lie down and to see how many kids you could jump? Yes. That's what we did. Did you ever... (laughs) Build your ramp, <laughs> and when you're trying to make it higher, you stack up the bricks, and you yeah. put the board on the bricks, oh. and you ride at it as hard as you can, yes. and instead of being launched into the air, the board snaps, you pile into the bricks and go over the handlebars. Been, did you do that? Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> Wh- which kid did you land on? <laughs> <laughs> Joey. <laughs> that explains it. I still cleared them. The bike hit them, but I cleared them. <laughs> Um, no, this, this gentleman that Shoshone calls lovely old, older gentleman and, and his wife, and they asked if we could take a picture of them with, with their phone. It wasn't like, hey, take a picture of us. <laughs> that would be a little odd. <laughs> For your own, your own reference. <laughs> um, so we, we took the picture, and uh, I don't know, somehow, he, he was a, clearly a, a, an international man of mystery. He pinged us as being foreign. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> he did. We, we were blending in casually, and he pinged us as foreign, and he said, uh, where are you from? Um, I don't ask me where that accent's from. I think it's American. <laughs> you may think it's something else. But I, where are you? I identified it earlier as three states that were actually blended together. It's a little bit of Louisiana. <laughs> We've got a piece of Kentucky and some Oklahoma smashed together, and that's his accent. Uh, where, yeah, my, where are you my, from? <laughs> where are you from? And uh, I said, oh, we're from, uh, from England. Do your, in, do your English accent, would you? We're from England. Thank you. What part? London. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. I didn't know what to say. What do we say to that? I mean, he had us on the ropes at that point. And unfortunately, I think being a bit older, he forgot what he was doing and wandered off in the opposite direction at that point. But um, So you didn't have an argument with him? Th- no, it was all very friendly. Oh, okay. Which you is say, one, well, yeah, I am. You know, it's like, uh, what do you want, my passport or my... <laughs> I, if, yeah, it's my driver's license. It says London, England. It, it has our address on it and everything. But no, he he. Um, I don't know where he thought I was from. There, there are other people who um, hear the accent and go Australia, <laughs> and it's like I get it. I get we sound probably quite Australian or South African or Irish or Scottish to uh, to an American ear. Um, but there's no nice way of telling someone they couldn't geographically be further from the truth at that point when, when they think they've, ping, they've got it. I think the United States is closer to Australia than Great Britain, isn't it? Quite probably. It, it couldn't be further from yeah. us. It, it's the other side of the world for yeah. us. So. That's actually very funny. It, it, it's good. It's good. Irish, Scottish, but, you know, and, and then Erica, well, that, that really really confuses them because, well, from London, but mm-hmm. not from London originally and... That's yeah. not an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, what, I what about driving characteristics? I mean, do we drive different than, than you guys drive? Do we? Obviously, there's maybe a side of the road issue, but courtesies and speed limits and the observ- what are your observations about driving? I know it's a running podcast, but you know, it's. I, I, can, I can tie it in. There's an ultra tie in <laughs> to, you. to American driving. I'm going to have to rely on your creativity for this. <laughs> on your <tie> left. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's a bit of on your left, but there's, it's more the, um, okay, ultra running is not a mainstream televised sport because it's really boring to watch, right? Overtakes take hours. Mm-hmm. Um, same on your freeways. <laughs> I think it's because everyone's on cruise control. Okay, so there you are doing 70 miles an hour in the inside lane 
And the guy coming up behind you is doing 70.1. And it takes about half an hour, and there's a bit where you're alongside each other, swapping notes. Yeah, come and stay, yeah, having a chat, you know. And then they drift past the end. And, but it's a real feature of American driving, because to us in the UK, you know, you pull out, you overtake, you get back in, it's done. And maybe that's because the roads are a bit busier. But over here, it's just like, We'll, we'll get there in a minute and, and, and in Italy they, they drive at 100 miles an hour even in zero visibility one inch off your bumper that, that is how it goes and I'm sure is that, is that, is that how you drive uh, now the, Erica? yeah well, <laughs> the, the good thing is that actually we drive exactly on your side the same side oh so, okay so yeah. that's easy it's to just, remember it's just the English that are different yeah, yeah. We're, we're a bit weird what's yeah. up with that on, on the opposite side thing how come you're not conforming to the rest of the world didn't, I, we, didn't we invent the vehicle I believe we did. They made a change over there. Yeah. Hmm. I have no idea where it comes from. but I Is it your punk rock attitude over in England that said, no, we're not going to drive on the right? No, we, we're going to drive on this side because that's the side the queen gets out of her carriage. I, I, oh. I don't know. <laughs> well, that could be. What, what it, Let's what it start might, that rumor. Let's start a Wikipedia be. page yeah. and say what. The queen always has to get out of her carriage on the left-hand side. And you can't have the queen getting out into the middle of the freeway. So that, that, that's where that one comes from, I'm sure. But I think if you break <laughs> it down, um, it's almost a 50-50 split globally as to whether people drive on the left or the right. Oh, oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. So if you go to, I mean, Hong Kong and I'm pretty sure Australia, uh, they yeah, drive on the left. Australia. Well, yeah. South Africa, they drive Eng on the left. England had quite an influence yeah. for a while. We we spread our we spread out a little bit. We we, yeah. we made a mess in a lot of places. That's why there's a lot of people driving on the left and playing cricket and being better at us than cricket and football. Well, soccer for us and all of those things. So, you've been eating this stuff for how long now? Uh, so you yourself? Oh, are you talking and, and about the thirty three shake? shake? Yeah, okay. the, the 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 performance nutrition the, the, nutrition the, the satchel. I have been eating it since we created it. It has been three right, years ago. Yeah, over. So well, you've so been well, a little bit longer, no? Two thousand early two thousand and twelve was when we started mixing around with the formulas and working on it. What did the first one taste like? So there were some interesting <laughs> mistakes, <Yeah. laughs> but that's that's how you work it out, right? Um, but the uh, the it was the shake initially that we had in the fa in that first year. And that was transformative for me in so many ways. And that sold me completely on this. This is absolutely the way to go. I saw huge performance increase. I saw health increase. And I saw recovery sped up. Um, then when we come to the Chia Gel, I'm seeing long distance, you know, 24 hours plus, Lavaredo, UTMB, whatever it may be, with no stomach trouble, no unhappiness, enjoying my nutrition, um, and then mixing it up a bit with whatever's at the aid stations along the way. It was it was a breakthrough for me. And at that point, it's like, that's all the field testing done. We gave them out to friends. We trialed some stuff with you guys. Let's get it out to the market. We got it out to the market in the UK. Same thing. We're getting the same responses in. And then they go out to across Europe, same thing. And then we see them being used at different races. And you feel really proud when you see that. It's crazy. I mean, oh, this yeah. started in our kitchen. That right. first crazy rush erica was talking about we're in our kitchen it was legitimate it's all registered and insured you can do, do that some, do you have some pictures of that erica oh yes 
I will send it to you. Amazing picture about uh, that. <laughs> I think that would be fun to see. As a, pictures of you guys running around the kitchen with aprons. Yeah, I would love to see Warren in an apron. Well, uh, you that can probably. Uh, well, that was not <laughs> happening. <price>. Not tonight. <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I, I, we have amazing also picture of Warren and um, our brother-in-law that is uh, there with these big bags of 33 shake bring it to the postman oh, <laughs> so yeah. to the know. post office with sacks over our shoulder yeah no. that were really funny yeah. I, I funny would like pictures. to see the day and I could I, it would be just a wonderful day to have someone come up to either one of you as you're on the trail and try to sell you <laughs> on this new product they've discovered has that happened yet because it's going to happen that has not happened oh yet. it will although it will. there was a guy who was asking, you know have you heard about 33 shake Actually, it was early on, wasn't it? When we were at, we were at a cycle show in London, mm. oh, and yes. we were giving out flyers, and this guy said, "Oh, my wife loves this stuff." And yeah, we'd only been open six months at the time, wow. and it's like when it starts coming back, and when you start hearing mm. people or seeing people on social media saying, "Hey, I've been using this, and I don't have stomach trouble anymore," and I this and that, and it, it's it's what we say happens, but we might be the only people experiencing it. But when you hear other people experience it, it feels so good. You know, this is this is. Um, a little bit ironic because I don't know if you're aware of the American dream, but this is this is what the American dream is: is you 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 find something uh, uh, a need, and you find a solution for that need, and it works. And then you say, you know what? I want to share this, and all of a sudden a company is born. And you know, I think that's pretty cool. It, it's not an easy task. It's a lot like a hundred mile run plus. Because did did you even think about the amount of effort that it was going to take? Either one of you did. <laughs> did you? If you sat down in the very beginning and said, let's just be honest with ourselves. You know, this isn't going to be easy. What are some of the obstacles that you envisioned? And what are some of the obstacles that came by out of surprise and just knocked you out? Good question. <laughs> Definitely. If we knew about it, how tough. Is it harder it than is. you thought? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We didn't expect that actually. You know, it just we did it with passion. We saw that it was working, Warren he, he perf- was performing be- much better. I did uh, the same. And so we had athletes that they tried the product, they did the same. So we said, "Okay, let's bring these good things uh, to the world." <laughs> right. And then we said, "Oh my god, this is so hard." Well, and by the so way, much y- work. you guys you had jobs. Yeah, exactly. H- had is the word, Scott. Had. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Erica, you what, what, what was your job? So, I um, I used to be uh, a film director. I used to do uh, music videos, commercial, and a graphic designer. So, basically, that is my background. So far away from anything that is yeah. like business. Uh, it's more creative. It's more kind of in the clouds where everything is, you know, pink, blue, <laughs> red, <laughs> rainbow, <laughs> you know, nothing like that. So, yeah, so, and the wa- weren't the same because it's coming from uh, being a journalist. So it's a completely different background. So we are basically and done the same because he's, uh, he, he studied superfood from more than 10 years. He has this uh, amazing knowledge about how the body responds to uh, real food and especially choosing the right uh, 
uh, to achieve uh, a certain performance or what you want to achieve also for health and everything. As uh, if we knew that it was so difficult, you know, to to create a, a, a company, we were definitely not doing it. <laughs> and we were just keeping it for us. <laughs> it, it's I definitely think. one of those things that I- if you knew, it's one of those things that if you knew, y- you wouldn't do it. And and the best thing, I, I it's like a hundred mile race, like Don said. <laughs> if you knew how hard it was, yeah. you would never do the first one. It has to be that way, and you know it's brilliant. The fact that we didn't know is what allowed us to go in with that blind naivety of like, yeah, we can do this. And then you you start finding the barriers and the difficulties, and you start dealing with them. And it's you know you go step to step, aid station to aid station, right. and when things aren't working, you you regroup and you plan and you find some information and you start again. And you just keep moving and you keep moving forward and you fail and you fail quickly and you learn. It's like a DNF. You learn so well. DNFs are horrible at the time, but they teach you so much. Do you think your ultra running experiences have helped you overcome some of these adversities and put them in check and, and really um, understand the size and the, the mass of them as you come across them? Has, have you learned something from running to help you with this business? A hundred percent because... There are times, and I, I would equate it to um, you're in a race. It's that nighttime stage when you can't stay awake and your eyes are as closing. It's uphill. You're tired. It's wet. It's cold. The weather's coming worse than usual. And you're just trudging one step, one step. It's those, for me, it's the moments where I, I get my mantra going of Churchill's never, ever, <laughs> ever give up to each beat of each step Mm. but i know that in those same races there have been times two hours later when i'm flying and and that's exactly what this is and when those times hit you know that that's that's it that's the keep putting your foot in front and you have other times super high and similarly you've got to keep a check on your emotions so if you allow your emotions to get too carried away with you in a race when you're feeling good, you go too hard. Mm. You're not going to get to the end of your hundred. You're not going to execute like we were talking about earlier. You're not going to execute to your full potential because you burned up too much earlier. Similarly, if you let that low point pull you out, when in reality you could have just shuffled on another couple of hours and what do you know, the fire will come back on. Just got to keep moving and keep that in check. That's why I think this story is so fascinating because for you, it's 33 shake. For somebody else listening to this, right. it's their 33 shake. Mm-hmm. It, it may be relationship-based. It may be education-based, trying to get a degree. It could be anything that you're working through. And that's why I think that the ultra running really prepares us and, and allows us to recognize our potential regardless of what we're up against. And it, and it flies in the face of, I think, society today as a whole where if something's not going the way that they want they just quit they're they not give up they're not ultra trail runners then right right because i think ultra trail running is a good proving ground for whatever you're going to come across in life 100 you know? I, I would really agree with that and it's it has helped to sort of take take a step back and know that okay it's a it's lizzie, one of lizzie hawker's lines you know everything shall pass mm-hmm the good stuff and the bad stuff um and so that's it when things are really great well there's going to be a hard time around the corner and when things are really hard there's going to be a good time around the corner and you need to be comfortable 
with being uncomfortable, which is another thing that ultra running will, will teach you. You know, you want to start a business and get something out there. Well, there's going to be financial discomfort. There's going to be physical and mental discomfort because you're not, you know, there are going to be times you're not going to be sleeping much. There's going to be far more jobs on your plate than you can ever do in a given day at times mm -hmm. as you grow a business. Um, and you have to be comfortable with that, being outside your comfort zone and just, a, you know, you've got to be able to sleep at night while that's going on. That's truly living, isn't it? Find coming up against some adversity. You look back anthropologically, like we like to do on this, you know, looking at tribesmen and hunters and gatherers, and it always wasn't comfortable for the hunters and gatherers out there. And they're they're chasing in persistent hunting, chasing animals, trying to catch them, hardships. There weren't aid stations waiting for them. We're really designed for this. And I think that's why so many people do take on that challenge of starting businesses or, or just uh, going out and signing up for races because it gives them that that opportunity to just explore that part of their hard wiring. Yeah, just yeah. get pushed outside of that bubble a little bit because if you don't step outside of your comfort zone once in a while or, or make a practice of it, it will shrink to fit you. Mm. And before you know it, you're, you're going to be terrified walking out of the house. You know, it, you just need to constantly push the boundaries of your world a little bit mm -hmm. just to make sure you know where they are and, and that they don't get smaller and smaller, which, which will happen if you mm. don't keep an eye on it. So we're, we're sitting here in April, the end of April 2016, and they just started the U.S. domination the 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 American invasion, if you will, of thirty three shape. <laughs> the second the British second, invasion. The second British invasion. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> if 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 like if you're listening to this podcast and and you're thinking, you know what, I I'm interested in this. There's two ways you can get involved. One, you can go on to thirty three shake dot com. When you go to that website, it pulls up, uh, it pops up uh, Europe and U S. So there's. To date, there's still some products that are available in Europe. If you want to travel to Europe and pick them up, that's fine. But if you're looking to have them in the United States, click on the U.S. Once you go there, you can either purchase the product and give it a try. If you are even more and want to get more involved and you want to have Warren and Erica drive the minivan mm -hmm. to your running club, you could even make up a running club. If you don't have one now, you could make <laughs> up a running club. And you can get to the website, <laughs> and there's... The, the tour button, I think it's on the top there. Click on that, and if you want to have them come visit you, they're more than willing to drive that minivan because it gets such great gas mileage, is it, from what Warren is saying. It, it does. The cruise control is great. Uh, the more yeah. we drive it, the more we can get rid of the dog smell. So we <laughs> you roll down the windows. Roll down the windows. You know, that, we need to get you some of those uh, um, pine tree air fresheners. Oh, yeah, those work. They're, they're, they're worse than the dog. Have you tried it, Febreze? Febreze? Well, that, yes, that we thing did. Is, we've, it's had... Two cans of Febreze, <laughs> one entire tub of Shake and Vac, one skunk odor repellent remover, bot like a liter. That should have done it. Should have done it. It's yeah. been vacuumed out three times, shampooed twice. I have everything recorded. Video is true. Maybe maybe you need to start smoking so that by the time yeah. you get to the East Coast, it smells like a smoker instead of a dog. I, I think resale gonna, value is going to be pretty low on yeah. that bad boy. It, it, it's it's <laughs> coming. It, it's nearly out now. We don't notice it. I'd like you guys to maybe stick ahead inside. It's been sat oh, yeah. on your drive, Don Freeman, for yeah. a couple of days yeah. in the sun. Very. <laughs> it, 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 it is either so ripe that you will not be able to drive it yourself <laughs> or the problem will be solved. Yeah. yeah. Now, Candace Burt, she sent us a, a uh, Bigfoot uh, air freshener. And I'm thinking, do you still have it? I, yo, heck yeah. Okay. Still, still, still impact. I believe uh, it's time to 
to break out the Bigfoot. Break out now the Bigfoot. Now it's going to smell like a big furry uh, gorilla-like animal. <laughs> no, no, it's it's a, a pleasant, Sasquatch. It's a pleasant smell. It's not a Sas- Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Smell. Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah. thank you for that. Yeah. Sasquatch. We're not we're not going from dog to Sasquatch. No, no, that well, would. I don't know. Anything would be better, but it is. I, I think we're nearly there with it. I I would hope. Fingers crossed. Touch wood that by the twenty seventh of June, when we are due out of the country, it will be smelling like roses. Twenty seventh of June—that's very close to Western states. Except yeah. they'll be on the wrong side of the country. Yeah, yeah. We run back. So, <laughs> so, so you plan on ending the trip on the east coast? So you're winding your way across, right? We are working our way east, and uh, yeah, as that the tour link is on the website. Uh, there's a little video on there. Basically, if people have a running club or a store or a group of friends, if they want to find out what the product's about, they can experience it in person. We'll do sampling. We've got product for sale at exclusive tour discounts. Mm. Uh, we've got a nutritional presentation that will give something to everybody regardless of what nutrition they're using. And we are, as you can guess from the nature of the company, the kind of uh, information we have in that presentation is very, very uncommon. It, it is not what you are going to hear from any other nutrition company, and it's very good food for thought. We've found that with the presentation so far. Um, and all we ask is if people can get at least 50 people or more, we'll come to you. That's all it takes. And if you can't get 50 people, um, get some dogs. No, if you can't get 50 people, go on the website, 33shake.com, and look at where they're coming near you, and you can go jump in. Exactly. Come and join one. And and, and bring some, if you have a, a magic solution for taking some dog smell out of a <laughs> out of a minivan. We, we, pay a in, <laughs> we pay in groundbreaking energy gel. We can promise you that much. <laughs> well, we're excited about the, the new prospect, the new business, and the new opportunities. Your new finish line, your start and finish line. And we're happy to see that you have uh, come over here to just, just the courage to get a minivan and just trek across the United. I mean, that is There's like some risk. You, There's a lot of risk involved in that. There's a lot of is guts. There? There's a lot of guts in that. <laughs> you know, that's what I found with entrepreneurs. They just don't think through the risk. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. We just uh, realized that actually they just told us that uh, this is the period of the hurricanes. Tornadoes. Tornadoes. Sorry. Oh. Great. Yeah. We will be exactly in the middle <laughs> when it's going to yeah. Uh, Oklahoma in tornado those, season. Those, Here those, we come. They, they avoid minivans. Do they? Yeah. Well, you have enough chia in there. I looked inside. You guys are packed down. It's going to take quite a gust of wind to even move you an inch. You're going to be safe. There's not a problem there. If, if you see a white minivan with 33 shake logos upside down in a ditch, just come and open the door so we can get out. <laughs> come, <laughs> help. come help. <laughs> Very good. We've got a picture of that minivan with both Erica and Warren in it, and we'll make sure we can post that. Scott, we can make that part of the uh, podcast you're looking at me like it's impossible. Well, it's too technical. You wouldn't understand. You're right. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> so pass that 33 shake around. Squeeze in some of that uh, that wonderful concoction of ingredients and performance. And uh, if you know a runner that has stomach problems, hey, maybe this is a great gift. Absolutely. So go out and shake 33 times. Moss. She called me Mr. Boombastic, friendly fantastic. Touch me on me box, she says I'm Mr. Romantic, friendly fantastic. Touch me on me box, she says I'm Mr. Romantic.